Miley Hogan for Channel 7 is in Maui covering the wildfires there where uh, we're only beginning to learn the, the scale of the devastation. And Miley, it sounds like we won't know the full extent of it for a, a little while yet. And good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Yeah, look, that is really the reality that we have here. Police have given a really grim update about their search for victims inside the disaster zone. Cadaver dogs that have been brought in to help them look for human remains as of yesterday, had only made their way across 3% of that disaster zone, which is really adding to the fear that this death toll is going to keep on climbing. The governor of Hawaii said yesterday that it will go up, but it's difficult to say just how much it will climb. Uh, There are hundreds of people missing, but authorities do believe they are going to locate those, uh, some of those people, that they will be scattered on the west side of the island stranded, uh, staying with the residents and other communities up there. Uh, it's important to remember that it's difficult to get mobile phone reception on that side of the island as well. So communicating with people has made it difficult for loved ones to get in contact. They also believe there'll be people scattered through hospitals and at the emergency evacuation centres. But the death toll, as authorities say, is expected to go up, which is just a really awful thing to be happening here. Well, we were saying, Milo, it's only a few days since we were broadcasting here in the morning and the the original figure was that six people had died. It's now 93. Um, it sounds like there's still areas that they haven't been able to get to and there's obviously hundreds of people who are still unaccounted for. Yeah, the death toll has obviously significantly gone up. This is now the deadliest wildfire in the US in more than 100 years. Uh, There are areas that they are still searching. Of course, residents have been shut out now. There's a lot of uh, confusion and frustration and emotion here on the ground because people want to go back into this disaster zone. It's where they live, it's where they've grown up, it's their family home. They want to go and see if their house is still standing. Many of them know they're returning to nothing, but they just want to go in there. They also want to help, but authorities have shut them out. And it is a difficult situation, a delicate situation. It's a disaster zone. So, uh, you know, buildings could still fall. This fire was hot enough to melt metal. So there are chemicals as well that could make people sick. And a really important part of this is authorities also have to preserve that scene because there are human remains there that they need to correctly and accurately identify. So they need to make sure people aren't walking over things and uh, messing that scene up. Hmm. And you mentioned too people being angry. I saw some reports over the weekend, Miley, about real, real distress about the complete lack of any forewarning that communities got. There was one woman quoted saying, "The first thing I, I didn't even know there was a fire, and the first thing I knew about was when it was on the front doorstep." It sounds like they haven't got the sort of systems in place that we sort of take for granted here in Australia. Well. This is a really interesting one that's coming out, and we will learn more about this as time goes on, which we we do see this a lot. The governor has ordered a review, uh, so we'll see a review into the steps taken before the disaster and then during the disaster. The Hawaiian Islands, this island, does have an emergency warning system where sirens sound during a, a natural disaster. That was never set off, so people are asking questions about that. Some people say they received a text message uh, similar to what we get back at home. Others are saying they didn't, and that's because the fire wiped out the communications by the time they would have been able to get that. But a lot of them were relying on their own instincts about where to run to, listening to their neighbours about where they need to evacuate. But this fire 
things will just hit so quickly. Many people we spoke to said the first time they knew how bad this was was when they were seeing thick black smoke, and that's what alerted them to how bad this situation was. Some of the survivors were telling us that once they actually got out and were talking to people in further in the town, that they had no idea that Lahaina had even burnt to the ground. Mm. So it's just this, it's going to be a huge investigation about what actually, what was alerted, who was alerted, what messages were sent out. But at this stage, we have heard a lot of people say, at the moment, it's about finding survivors, it's about finding the victims, it's about getting people into homes before they start looking at accountability. Yeah, absolutely. Shocking, shocking story. Miley Hogan for Channel 7 there in Maui covering the fire that consumed Lahaina and has done so much damage to other parts of um, of uh, what is the biggest island, isn't it, in Hawaii? Maui? Uh, no, it was the big island, the biggest island. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.